Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Chandelay, aka Chandelay the Esthetician, and you are listening to Skin Is In Podcast. Today, I'm super pumped about my guest. Her name is Michelle, and she is just, I mean, if you are an esthetician right now and you are making content, especially if you are an esthetician of color, you have seen her content. Um, so this, without further ado, welcome to the show. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hi, Shan. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm super excited to be here. Of course. Thank you for coming and sharing your knowledge. I am kind of low-key fangirling right now because <laughs> I am so obsessed with your content. Um, and it's really powered me through esthetician school. So it's kind of like a full circle moment to have you here right now. Wow. Well, this is this really is an honor for me. Like I've been following you for a long time and I am so inspired by a lot of the things that you do. So really, this is me fangirling right back. Yay! <laughs> well, I always love to see it because, you know, there's not a lot of us in yeah. the industry right now. I mean, as a woman of color, specifically a black woman in the industry, I mean, it's few of us. So it's really cool when we get together and collab and like kind of just, you know, shoot the shit a little bit and just kiki. So I'm excited to have you here today. I'm super excited. That's one thing that I really want us to do more of is just really have that community and, you know, for it to not only just be outward, but, you know, some of the things that we've discussed, you know, just behind the scenes and through our DMs, we can just have more of an opportunity to let other people see, you know, just how much we've been able to collaborate and really get a chance to, you know, kind of experience our journey. So I'm yes. excited. Yeah. Yes. Well, let's talk a little bit about your journey, speaking of, because um, it's been incredible to watch. Like you were just breaking down doors. And I think your name is so fitting, the barrier queen. Like oh. that is perfect <laughs> marketing, by the way. Like obsessed. So kind of share a little bit about how you came to be in the industry. Absolutely. So I've been an esthetician now for a little over 10 years. And I first originally got, you know, involved in aesthetics. I think like most estheticians, you know, we, we all kind of started out with having issues with our own skin, having problems and not necessarily being able to go to the right people to help us. Um, so with that same sort of, you know, not visibility, you know, with our same sort of, uh, you know, estheticians of color and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people who are in the industry, I found that to be the same sort of way that I encountered doctors and dermatologists and estheticians when I was trying to, you know, gain a foothold on my own skin. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I just really experienced a lot of, you know, people not understanding, you know, what to do when it comes to darker skin tones. Yeah. And they really expressed to me, you know, just how really, un, you know, just unfamiliar they were with, you know, just the basics. Yeah. And so I never really felt comfortable with them, you know, just, you know, kind of experimenting on my skin. <laughs> and so from that reason, that kind of sparked my own, you know, passion in, in trying to be able to get to the bottom of the issues that I was experiencing. And uh, I actually had the opportunity of going to a really great school where there were mentors and teachers and coaches and people who really poured into us and gave us that information without any of the gatekeeping. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, which is something that I've, I've encountered a lot of now in that 10 year span of, of doing aesthetics. So I, I didn't realize how blessed I was when I first entered into uh, my academic program. Um, but now looking back on, you know, just how much knowledge, how much information was poured into us and really how much we were kind of set on the right path because, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the things that we experienced in school, they really helped to shape the confidence in, in how we approached, you know, trying to gain a clientele and, and I just really felt like it was a much more well-rounded experience than a lot of the things that I'm seeing nowadays. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, you know, a lot of the people who are listening, um, they share a lot of their comments about how they feel like once they graduate, there's there's a gap in that knowledge. Right. When it comes to actual skin issues. Right. You know, it's so interesting learning in school and then actually getting out into the real world um, where people who really have serious skin, skin concerns are coming to you with their, you know, with their trust. Um, and you don't feel that confident because maybe you weren't taught that in school. Um, what would you recommend to someone who's really in that space right now of trying to grow um, and gain that confidence, especially since you kind of had that kind of, I don't know, um, from the beginning, I guess, based off of like what your school was able to provide? Some of these schools don't have that. Right. So I would definitely agree, you know, having that little small foundation, you know, because I, I, I do think that that's something that you have to hone and develop yourself, you mm -hmm. know, so feel very feel very comfortable and very confident in that it's not going to be something that you learn overnight. Um, you know, everyone has a starting point and yeah. it's it's OK to start wherever you're starting and, you know, build on the knowledge that you have and. Um, don't get discouraged, you know, and, and like you mentioned, Shand, it can be so discouraging when when you're done with school and you're like, okay, so now what, you know, like, how do I start to tackle conditions? You know, how do I really help exactly. my clients? You know, how do I really, you know, establish treatment plans so that my clients are actually going to get to a real tangible goal, you know, and I'm not feeling like, you know, I'm not doing my part as the esthetician, right? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So those things, I think, are, you know, it's hard to to kind of think and and navigate when you're first starting out. But realize, you know, like that's not something that you should necessarily have all the answers to yeah. and seek out people who, you know, who may have gone a little bit further than you and are willing to share their knowledge and, you know, willing to kind of reach back and and help you along the way. Um, because I really think that that's the way that you can navigate those things without having to go through the pitfalls and, yeah. um, you know, experience the, the negativity that can be associated with, you know, not knowing how to talk to clients about home care and, you know, how to, how to assert your value mm -hmm. and those types of things. You know, I, I think that sometimes when, when you're navigating those things, and you're also a new esthetician and you're trying to, you know, run a business, there's, there's so many hats that you're trying to wear that um, it can feel really overwhelming to just, you know, just yeah. be that, that clinician, you know, that practitioner who is kind of leaned upon by another, by another person, by your client. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're speaking to my soul right now because I feel like I'm very much in that space where I'm still growing and honing my own skills, very confident in what I do. But, you know, I'm so hungry right now, right? I'm in the phase in my career where I want to seek out all of the knowledge that's available. And you mentioned using the different resources around you to help avoid those pitfalls. What are some common mistakes that you see happening in the industry right now with new estheticians coming out of school? So a lot of the mistakes that I'm seeing are some estheticians who, you know, are not necessarily thinking three, four, five years down the road, not even that far down the road. They're not necessarily thinking about longevity in in this sort of space and how much they can have a career in this kind of, you know, realm. Um, you know, lots of times I'm I'm seeing some of the newer estheticians, um, you know, trying to develop a clientele, trying to develop marketing plans and things when they first, you know, get started right out of school. Um, you know, maybe anticipating starting out on their own. And I, I think that, you know, like, I want to be encouraging. I don't want to be someone who's negative, who can say, you know, like, that's not something, that's not a path that you should take. Um, because it really is, it's it's something that I think is relative. Yeah. You know, if, if you're I someone agree. who has the ability to, you know, really, you know, hit the pavement and, you know, yeah. a, a, acquire mm -hmm. a lot of clients from the get the beginning um then you know that's that's a part of your path um but then there are a lot of people who struggle you know like i'm much more of an introvert so uh i would struggle with uh just automatically going right into um you know my own business straight out of school yeah. that that wasn't my path and, uh, you know, I really did have the opportunity to learn what I wanted and didn't want to implement in my own business. Um, you know, going the path that I did, um, once I graduated from aesthetics, I, I worked in, you know, more of the medical setting for about two years before I decided to actually, you know, uh, explore becoming a business owner. Mm -hmm. You know, that was just my path. And um, it was something that, you know, I, like I mentioned, had the opportunity to really see, you know, the things that I wanted to have incorporated into my business and the things that I really just, you know, didn't like and wanted to do the complete opposite of. Um, and having that sort of perspective, it really helped to, you know, shape my client experience. Yeah. It, really helped to give me like an overall idea of how I wanted to actually implement a business and, you know, put together a system. And, you know, those things I think are things that take time. And yeah. it's really hard when you're a technician and trying to become that wonderful technician to also be great at business. Um, so, you know, it's, it's different, different strokes for different folks, I guess, <laughs> as, as corny as that sounds. No, that's right <laughs> on the nose. Honestly, it really is. You know, and then you mentioned also, I mean, one, you're such a wealth of knowledge. Has anyone ever told you that? Oh, <laughs> thank you, Shan. You know, I really just try to be genuine when it comes to like what I would hope for in someone trying to help me. And so like, I that's, that's just my approach to it. So thank and you it for shows. saying 
thank it you. It shows, girl, because honestly, in in this space, nobody really talks about the fact that you need to know business. Like, it's not enough to just be an expert in what you do. Not only do you need to be an expert in what you do, like that's absolutely necessary, but then you also need to know business pretty well so that you can be self-sufficient because a lot of that, like, well, just get somebody else or hire someone to do it. A lot of that is not what you have in the beginning, right? No. You just have you and whoever is your support system working for free for you, right? So a hundred percent, a hundred percent. You know, if you're not someone who is loaned to the nines or, you know, if you're bootstrapping your business, which is what I had to do, mm-hmm. you know, you are someone who has to, you know, take advantage of every resource, be grateful for the people who are willing to help you and yeah. find find ways to, you know, put back into your business in a way that is a growth mindset because, you know, you, you are limited with your resources and, um, but it shouldn't be anything that actually, you know, stops you from, from, you know, trying to propel you forward in, in your growth. So it's, it is an obstacle, you know, I'm not going to say that it isn't, you know, like that's, that just trying to deny it doesn't actually mean that it's true. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that is true. <laughs> so you kind of have to, you have to face it head on, right? You got to kind of know that right. that's something. And, you know, you almost plan for the unexpected. Um, you know, that's why they say expect the unexpected, because I, I believe any time that you decide to do something that is for you or for the betterment of you or your vision or your goal or closer to your life purpose, that's when things get really dicey, right? Because for many reasons, that's when something happens to the car or the basement floods, never had a flood ever. That's when it happens. It's just, there's ebbs and flows. So you kind of almost have to plan for it so that when things do start to get rocky and the foundation's not really there, um, you have an idea of what you're going to do, like a, not a bell out, but just like a, you know how to pivot really well. Um, and you have to get comfortable with that. Um, that's my mindset with it. Now you've created a resource for estheticians. Am I correct? Absolutely. So the Skinberry Academy, it, I'm the founder of, and it's been something that I've been working toward for a little over two years. Uh, I really was looking for something along the lines of being able to have like an all-in-one encompassing hub where you can have resources uh, and a program that's really designed to, you know, help you with sustainable business and being able to, you know, not only be thriving in the business as uh, the, the practitioner, the esthetician, but also, you know, so that you're able to understand how to navigate your relationship with your clients. Um, so, it's a great resource and um, I'm super proud of it. So thank you so much for asking about that. Yeah, of course. That sounds like <laughs> an amazing resource. And I mean, so when you thought of this, was it something where you kind of noticed there was a gap in the industry for this particular area and you felt not only could you fill that gap, but you could fill it in a way that you've been through it? A hundred percent. So that perspective And also, you know, having the opportunity now to work with other people who were like-minded, you know, who wanted to also pour into a community and be a part of, you know, the industry in a way that was 
you know, more resourceful, more forward thinking. And um, we all just decided to contribute and, you know, really niche down on the things that we, you know, that we're, that we specialize in and, 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 and offer a place for people to be able to have the opportunity to learn and, you know, feel confident about the things that they're learning and the people that they're learning from, you know, so that they're, they're vetted individuals who have been in the industry for, you know, decades upon decades of time. And they've really put a lot of, you know, just love, attention and, you know, Mm -hmm resource into what what they know are core values for how to run a successful business and how to be a well-rounded esthetician. Yeah. Well, that's incredible. I know the industry appreciates it. Um, And if you're listening, you guys, you definitely should check it out because, I mean, something that Nichelle's really talking about is kind of using what's available now to avoid some of those avoidable mistakes, right? Um, So you can set yourself up for success in this industry. Um, Speaking of mistakes, what do you feel like was something that helped you learn the most? Because I don't like to call things failures um, and I don't like to really call them mistakes, but what do you feel like is something that snuck up on you in business um, and kind of forced you to learn from that? Oh, what a great question. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because we all have those things. We we really do. And one thing that I would say is, you know, as people who are empaths and, you know, people who are seeking to be service providers, um, you know, like we are of service. And I think sometimes, you know, in, in a lot of instances, we we don't necessarily like resolve a lot of the things that we've been through and the things that we've uh, experienced in our lives. Wow! And you know, uh, if you don't necessarily, you know, I I think like seek to have a healing journey or you know be more enlightened in how you can you know have a better self growth kind of um, yeah. you know path. Um, I think that that will really sneak up on you in entrepreneurship, in in this field, because, um, you know, it's just really been something that kind of has been a little bit on my heart to express is, you know, like you those unhealed sort of traumas that you uh, go through, they can kind of show themselves in, in certain ways if you aren't addressing them. And, um, and, you know, that can be a real hindrance to your progress, a real hindrance to your trajectory. And, you know, and also in, in not even in ways that you might anticipate. So like, you know, I'm thinking about growth in, in ways that you could maybe, you know, come out of the treatment room, but I'm also thinking about the ways that you have to interact with your clients. Um, so there's just so many different paths and avenues that I really say, just, you know, be very honest, be self-aware and, you know, be someone who's open to making sure that you're on a healing journey. Mm-hmm. So I recently, um, well, I, I don't know if it's recent cause I kind of feel like I'm just forever in that healing journey, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, I don't ever think we ever are out of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're just kind of there. Um, but like, it's really getting into it where you find yourself doing a lot of work. Um, so it sounds like to me, me personally going through my journey, um, 
I had to overcome limiting thoughts, limiting beliefs that, uh, you know, I didn't have any control of the outcomes of the things that were happening in my life. And that is a struggle for me personally. Like I'm sharing something that maybe has nothing to do with aesthetics, but I'll circle back here in a second. Um, going through that journey, I started that journey in 2020. And that was really me just going through, um, kind of like you mentioned, figuring out my self-worth. What do I want to exchange my time for value? Um, how much do I value my time? And you know, what all do I truly think I can achieve out of this life? And I had to start figuring out what is my mission. And going through that journey, I started to self-discover my skin, right? I wanted to figure out how can I love my skin more, not just on a like um, superficial level, but really on an in-depth level. And that led me to aesthetics. But really what I love most about aesthetics is quite honestly, least about skincare. I mean, I love skincare. Don't get me wrong. Like that gets me up in the morning. But it's really how people feel when they are having an experience to trust me enough. I mean, that I know what I'm doing to help them, but also that I'm impacting their life. Like they're going to leave my treatment room and feel more empowered as a mom or um, as a sister or a partner or a business owner or, um, you know, where they work. And that's what I love. That's why I did it. But had I not went on that entire journey, girl, I'd still be doing something that did not serve me at all. Um, 100%. That is so special that you shared that because, you know, like I really do think that it, it's it's different pathways for different reasons. And, you know, it all leads back to that self-discovery, that self-growth and that need, that want to, you know, be more enlightened, be, be better in, in the world. So, yeah. Yay. Yay. So Nichelle, have you dealt with, I want to ask you some questions here. Do you have a skincare brand? And, um, I will just go ahead and say in advance, like we can pivot if we need to. Okay. <laughs> um, but do you have a skincare brand that, um, is your absolute favorite go-to brand? Like you just, when you think of lines, when you think of brands, do you have one that you go to? And is there a particular reason why? So I am very particular. You know, um, I've done a few uh, case studies and had the ability to really just kind of hone in on, uh, you know, different pathways of being able to provide care, whether it's integrative or um, holistic or um you know, things that are more technology based. Mm -hmm. um, and I tend to reach for every single time Antioch. Antioch okay. is my go-to for uh, case studies for when I'm wanting to do high level treatments. And it's just tried and true every time. And the reason why I love it is like I said, it's just, you know, something that I can always depend on. Mm -hmm. um, so it has that next level uh, um, stem cell growth factors. And it's it's something that, you know, my clients are always seeing a response with. Um, and, you know, it, it's not necessarily anything that I have to kind of twist their arm over. Yeah. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. like it's for itself. Exactly, exactly. So they enjoy using it. It's something that they're seeing a response with. And, you know, I just have the opportunity to kind of help customize more of their experiences with 
different products. Um, I don't necessarily use any one line though. I'll okay. be completely honest. Yeah. Um, so I do, I am definitely very much a cherry prick picker. <laughs> um, and I formulate a lot of products myself. So I actually have, um, four products that are like my barrier safe staples that I have incorporated into, um, just like, you know, things that I will kind of cherry pick for my clients if they, if they need them. Um, so yeah, I think that that's how I kind of approach it is, you know, like, it's very customizable. Um, it's very particular and, and personalized. And I think yeah. that's the reason why my clients kind of li like it is because they don't feel like they can get it anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. they, they're getting this special experience when they're coming into you and it's customized a hundred percent. What do you suggest for estheticians who are trying to figure out their confidence with products? I mean, you've got a ton of experience. So, I mean, you've seen brands come and go, I'm sure. Um, we've talked great. about longevity. So what do you what do you recommend for them? Such a great question. So I recommend, you know, brands that are being very open about their percentages, you know, their ingredient decks, um, you know, brands that are really trying to partner with estheticians and not sell direct to consumer, um, you know, brands who are just really being uh, more conscious about what it takes to, you know, have retail in your space. Um, so for me, that has been, um, you know, do you want me to actually tell you like brands that I, that I think yeah, I okay. mean, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, Circadia is one brand that I know for sure is, you know, going to partner with you. They're not going to sell directly to your clients. They're not going to try to, you know, circumvent you as uh, the person who's educating on the product. Mm -hmm. um, and for that reason, I just really, I think that there's a lot of integrity in, in the way that they approach the things that they do. Um, and, and for that reason, I think that, you know, as estheticians at, you know, for our, our long-term longevity uh, in our industry, we have to support brands that are really thinking about it in that, in that granular, in those granular terms, um, you know, really trying to think about you as not just like a middleman or a third party, but really the person who's meant to connect, you know, that education for the client and really help them to understand each product, each ingredient as to why it's important. Um, you know, so Circadia is a really high, high, yeah company on my list. Um, and the fact that they, you know, are, uh, you know, really, what's the right word? I, they're really conscious about, you know, diversity. Yes. Um, you know, they're, they're really, you know, I think people who are in all areas trying to, you know, ensure that they are, you know, implementing the things that they should for, cultural representation in every way. And I, that's also something that I have a lot of respect for. Um, so yeah, that's, that's number one brand that I would say is a great brand to, to get started with. They have amazing education. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of things that you can just, you know, kind of be plug and play. Um, yeah. So, you know, when it comes to protocols, when it comes to just, overall the it's way that, yeah exactly yeah. How, how to grow in in different areas of your business um you I know agree. they they really think about those things for you so yeah you know in any brand that in my opinion is comfortable 
um, taking my coin. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You are comfortable enough to do that. I would like to see some proper representation. Okay. Um, not only for me as a provider, but also for my clients. I mm-hmm. want to see that you've done the legwork to ensure that on all ends of the spectrum, right? Because I'm not just talking about people of color. You know, there's a lot of, um, um, Ooh, girl, ageism, you know, mm-hmm. in the industry where we're always trying to fight aging. And in reality, there's no way to, in fact, it's such a goal to get older. Um, right. That means right. you've gotten more years, but we have a lot of companies where like, even that you don't see older estheticians working right. with them. And that's concerning to me. Um, so I completely co-sign Circadia is such a great brand because they are just inclusive really in all ends of the spectrum and it's it's really empowering as a provider to know that that's the values behind the company that you're working for um even with like going back to your your brand you know your course that you've created that is empowering to know that somebody like me saw a struggle and was like let me reach back and help sis up here so that we can get to it you know together like girl Mm -hmm. that's where you yeah it's where you want to be you know it's just and it I'm sure that speaks to why you've been so successful because you create from such an authentic place um that it you know you have a gravitational pull that just pulls people in and uh that's incredible and so so okay miss um published right like (laughs) let's talk about it that was so cool dermoscope Yes. So, you know, honestly, that it's been just on my bucket list. One of the things that I've just been so honored, really, truly for, and I've had the opportunity to write several articles for them. And here recently, uh, you know, they've asked me to do a monthly column. And this monthly column is more so for focused towards uh, solo estheticians, and, you know, how they can thrive in that sort of environment. And I I just feel really super blessed to be able to, Mm -hmm. you know, have that platform and to share my voice. And, you know, like you mentioned, it really is from an authentic place. And, and I'm so grateful that you see that that's really all that I hope for. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course, we all see it. We all see that we're (laughs) along the ride. We're so excited to see it too. Because, you know, for far too long, um, and it's not anything. So I don't know if you know, Nichelle, but before I started creating in this space, I was um, a YouTuber for like hair influencing, I guess. I did a lot of wig reviews and things like that. Um, and I struggled a lot. I mean, I loved it and I did really well, but I struggled a lot morally because I knew that a lot of the companies um, didn't share some of those values and share some of those uh, perspectives. And so being in this industry and seeing someone who looks like me out there doing it, making a name in a space where for a long time, it's been largely dominated by, you know, Caucasian people. Like, I mean, that's just white people in general. Um, Not a negative, not a knock. It's just a reality. That's a fact. So to see it happening um, and for people to consciously be like, okay, and, th- and these are the people that you can go to, like you're, p- you're part of what will be the groundwork 
for estheticians coming in through that door in the future? Like that has to feel like crazy to you. So, you know, I, I just, I'm really humbled. I mean, you don't I, even think about it. do you? <laughs> I, I really don't. It, to me, it's, it still feels like I am in the process of, you know, like getting things going and, and trying to still, you know, build up that foundation so that other people can have it, you know, easier and have the ability to go further and do more, you know, like that's really what drives me. Mm-hmm. And, and so like, I guess maybe <laughs> I just have to like sit down and really think about it and take it in. Um, I, yeah. Right. That's, that's definitely got to be a part of the journey. Um, but I don't really feel like I'm, I'm ready to, like, I'm like, I'm not quite there yet mm-hmm. until, until I'm, you know, have a little bit further uh, success along and I have a little bit more, uh, people that, you know, I feel deserve to be just as much uh, a part of that blueprint, just like you mentioned, you know, like, I, I think that that is really what drives me is that representation really matters. And, you know, it, it's something that we we have to really see traject, uh, reflected back to us. And, um, you know, it's we're, we're, we're still needing to have a little bit more of that gap bridged, um, I would say. Yeah. 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 You know, and and just really getting the conversation around collaboration over competition, right? We're right. We're here to work together. We can all grow together. Um and yes. everybody's different. You know, yes. everybody's different. And and that's the best part, right? That's the part that helps us actually, you know, shine is like you you're you're good in in the ways that you're good and I'm good in the ways that I'm good and no one has to, you know, be upset or in competition over it because, you know, it's, it's the way that we all contribute and, and bring more to the equation. Yeah. Yeah. So Nichelle, what do you feel like your mission is? Where, where are you, you know, what do you feel like is on the horizon for you? What are some goals that you want to check off of your list coming up? So, uh, I have IECSC coming up. I will be doing uh, two classes in Las ah. Vegas. I'm and so excited! Me too. I'm super excited. I just found out that I'll also be doing uh, IECSC uh, Florida. Um, yeah, so if, you know, if you're going to be around or in the area of either one, please, I would love to actually officially meet you in person. Yes, um, I'll be at both. I can't okay. wait. Yay. <laughs> that is so exciting, girl. So on the horizon, though, um, there is a little international thing that's coming up. I'll be attending the uh, corneal therapy symposium that's going to be held in Seville, Spain. And um, yeah, I'm super excited about that. Helping with, you know, learning more about the niche that I kind of um, specialize in and um, help other estheticians to, um, you know, gain a, a foothold in. And I'm just, I'm super excited to learn yeah. from the best of the best and also to be able to contribute, you know, in, in that space as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> That's amazing. So you've got some fun things planned. Like it's some really exciting things coming up for you. International girl. That's going to be a good <laughs> Have you been to Spain before? So yes, I've spent a little bit of time in Barcelona. I've never been to Seville before, though. And okay, yeah, I'm excited. That's and- cool. I've never been at all, so that sounds. Really <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> oh my gosh! So so um, I'm I'm just gonna ask just one little um question. 
what is your favorite word when you're describing just one word, right? Mm -hmm. When you're describing what you what you feel you bring to the table, like who you are. What do people associate Nichelle with? What do you feel they associate you with? Hmm. One word. I know that's hard. One word. One word. Loyalty. So yeah, you know, in 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 every scenario, in every space, you can always expect me to be loyal. Loyal to you know the core. That's that's who I'm gonna be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It shows across your brand. I would 100% say that. I'd say okay, just from looking, because like you said, I want to meet you in person. But just from like absorbing your content, um, and I feel like we are friends. Like I don't know. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> But one thing that I get from your content is passionate. Mm. I genuinely get your passion through the content that you create. Like um, you had did a quote and I really liked how you talked about sustainable longevity, um, but aligned with like your values as well. I'm going to pull it up. You guys make sure you... Um, head over to Nichelle's Instagram because it's on her page. Um, but man, I just, when I heard that, I was like, you know, she gets it. Like she genuinely gets, and she sees me and what I'm trying to do. And I don't know, it's just, it's cool to be a part of the industry and for new yes. estheticians out there. Yeah, girl. You just gave me goosebumps. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I feel that way. And I mean, for new estheticians, if you are listening um, you will want to align yourself with Nichelle. You'll want to make sure you're connecting. Um, and don't be afraid. So many times people are afraid to message um, or reach out. We might be busy. That doesn't mean that we are not ever going to respond. You just, sometimes you got to give people a little time. Okay. <laughs> uh, but we're all here to help. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and something to know, if ever someone's not really trying to help, you know, maybe they're just not aligned with your path. Mm -hmm. um, so you find people who do want to help and you leverage that. Um, and then don't be afraid to get out there and do the work yourself a little bit too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you've been out here for 10 years in the industry. So I'm sure there's a lot that you've acquired along the way. Absolutely, right? So some good habits, some bad habits, because, you know, that's part of the journey. And, you know, like, my message to other estheticians is, you know, like there isn't going to be just a linear path, um, you know, but don't give up. Like, you know, you have a purpose for doing what you want to do and that calling is, is for a reason. So keep going. Yeah. Lean into it. Nichelle, how can they connect with you on social media? How can they find you? You guys can find me under Nichelle Mosley, the barrier queen, or you can look for me at queencitybeautygroup.com. Um, I'm happy to connect with new estheticians or estheticians who are veterans alike. Um, I, I'm super excited to be able to, you know, just meet more people in person now that we have the opportunity to. So it's been... Yeah. So if you guys are going to be there, you know, you can go see her do her shows um, and learn from her classes, guys, and just absorb in person. So um, where are you going to be in person again? It's going to be Vegas. Yes, Vegas, Florida. And if there's anyone that's going to be going to the uh, 
the uh, Seville Symposium, you know, I would love to connect with you as well. So absolutely. Yeah. Nichelle, <laughs> thanks so much for coming on. We'd love to have you back, of course. Hopefully you'd be yeah. interested in coming. Absolutely. So we talked about this and I would be absolutely honored if you would have me back on. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure that there's much more things that we can kind of dive into and, you know, just explore. So thank you so much for today. And I look forward to it. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, you guys, you can reach out and follow me. You know, my Instagram is my name is Chandelay, C-H-A-N-D-A-L-I. You can also connect with me on my YouTube channel. We are so close to 5,000 subscribers, you guys. So make sure you show a little love over there. It's Chandelay, the esthetician. And you don't have to go anywhere. I have an entire playlist of podcast episodes you can binge from start to end. I will see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.